Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Flashcast, an unofficial podcast of the CW's The Flash. I'm Stephen Bueno. Christian Cabrera. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is discuss every week's episode of The Flash. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 1, Flashpoint. And we're back, man, with, uh, I think, this this season, to me, is going to remind me a lot of the first se- a lot of the second season just because of the whole earth 2 and this is like separate timeline so it's almost like the same world slightly different except this one at least like from the very beginning you have something really cool which is two speedsters mm-hmm. two speedsters fighting it out and Barry just kind of being there to watch it yeah i just love the fact that we finally get to do this again because it's been a while and i'm surprised how quick this season actually started it, they only gave us like what six months, maybe maybe even eight months. It's like that's ridiculous if you think about it. But yeah, the fact that there is this brand new timeline that's been created, which is nicknamed Flashpoint, which I love how Reverse Flash brings it up, is the fact that we get to see other speedsters that are actually good guys, but they actually have bigger roles. But throughout this whole episode, it's pretty it's pretty one sided if you think about it. Yeah, man. You know. Um, before the season even started, I kept seeing all the promotional material with um, Keenan Lonsdale, the guy that um, plays Wally. Wally. And you kept seeing all the promotional material with him as Kid Flash. And everyone just kind of assumed, like, okay, it's going to be a different timeline. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a bigger thing. But he's only there for the first episode. I really, really hope that throughout the season they come back and show him again as a Kid Flash. Because he was a cool character, man. And him as a speedster was, you know, it was something interesting to see in Wally feeding off another speedster is not actively trying to go up against him. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. You know, you saw that a bit with Jay Garrick, even though, you know, he was technically going up against him. Mm-hmm. But seeing him team up with another one, and, and like I, that's something I, I, I want to see more of, and I hope that they bring Wally into the main timeline. And then you think about it, who knows when they're going to reestablish the main timeline because it sort of feels like this whole season mm-hmm. is going to be, hey, sort of a butterfly effect kind of deal where it's like hey you fix this okay well now this is broken yeah it's pretty it's pretty radical if you think about it because the flash has done this many times in the comic books he's gone through the past gone through the future he's changed one or two things he suffered consequences from it then he goes back to set it right and now this is one of those times when we really see a really terrible consequence from this like he goes back save his mom it's amazing because he still lives his life and he still has his powers while in the comics as soon as he did that his powers were gone. Oh yeah, that's that's very very true. This time around, he got to he got to kind of keep everything and just uh, well throughout the throughout the episode, he was kind of losing his memory and stuff as a consequence of what he did. Yeah, which is a great thing that what Eobarthon said. He's like, the more and more you use your speed, the faster and faster your memory is going to be gone. And by the time that you lose that memory of you becoming the Flash, you're powerless. You know, what it reminded me. It reminded me of uh, Marty McFly with the picture. It was sort of like that's kind of what most of the episode felt like. Once yeah. Barry kind of discovered that that what he had done was having repercussions uh, on him, yeah. once he discovered that, then it's sort of like, okay, well, you know, now everything is gonna like erase, and all the memories you had, all the life you had is gone. Um, if you don't, you know, if you don't go back in time, and essentially let me kill your mom again. Yeah, that's that's a great analogy to put it because this is one of those few times you see something kind of more pop culture kind of showing the consequences of that because you can't really relate that to anything else because i can't really think of any other thing that has that same exact going back in time change one thing from the past and the entire thing it just pretty much gets all screwy but this is by far 
one of the best episodes right now for it being only the season premiere. I mean, the se- yeah, the season premiere. Yeah. There is no other one I can think of that's done a really good job on this one because this had everything and they've done so well with the source material that they had. They changed a few things, which made it even better than what I've originally read. And this is really good. You know, one of the biggest things I was wondering about was um, who the black speedster was going to be because everyone was... Uh Everyone was thinking he was going to be, was it, um, uh, the Black Flash? Mm-hmm. And uh, another speedster who happened to be in Central City um, named The Rival. Mm-hmm. Originally, I thought it was going to be, um, what was his name? It's, I thought it was going to be John Sparrow that ends up being this one because he has always been a rival to Wally West. Now, it ended up being um, Edward Claris, who is actually the rival in the comic books which is actually pretty cool that they actually donned him which is fine because there's no there's no other rival actually in the comics so it's good that they put him into it and man is he pretty strong you know and yeah it sort of seems like he's gonna keep coming back throughout um throughout the this particular season Mm -hmm. now one of one of the cool things and like i like i mentioned when we had earth 2 we got to see the differences between what happened to the different characters well now we're in flashpoint we get to see what different life choices the characters made so we have cisco being a billionaire Mm -hmm. ramon industries yeah and he's kind of he's he's a bit douchey don't like pretty cocky and um but we see him fundamentally. He's still the nice guy and still helps out the Flash. And he's helped the Flash out before. It's kind of mm-hmm. why um, Iris and Wally take Barry there. And uh, and then we see them. And then we see uh, Barry go and get um, a freaking uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. And you know he's he's putting his team back together. Except this team isn't aware that they've worked together before. Mm-hmm. And even Caitlin's like, uh, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. Yeah, but she still has, like, recollection of science because she was able to pretty much pinpoint and reconfigure the actual, the cameras pretty well. That, you know, she she still has that inner, she's still that character. And, um, you know, Joe, too, you see him, well, Joe's a drunk in this this version, which I found interesting because it's like, well, then what part of your life, what decision did you make that Barry influenced Mm-hmm. And and all of a sudden you ended up this way. I think it's the it pretty much reversed on itself. So instead of his mom dying, I think it was his wife that ends up dying. That's what I'm assuming because she was really. I can go back to last season. She was really sick, so I'm assuming she probably died either during childbirth from the last child or from probably later on. She ended up dying when they were younger. That's probably why he's always a drunk. My assumption is that when. When he got handed Barry, um, that he raised Barry, and that's kind of what kind of stopped. kept them on a straight path at yeah. all times. Mm-hmm. That's essentially why why I think um, the Joe in the regular timeline uh, was so much different than the Joe in the um, in Flashpoint. That makes sense. Now, uh, throughout you know throughout the episode, we do see well, we do have um reverse flash constantly referencing time mm-hmm. and that time is going to be barry's enemy now well that's an interesting concept do you think the time rates are ever going to pop out of nowhere and be like oh uh, yeah we're going to correct this that was the thing i was thinking about as well but i'm assuming that they weren't going to do it anyways because if he is losing his powers he pretty much kept the timeline kind of steady throughout that time because he probably would have already been attacked by them but it hasn't. He said it's just been three months since he's done that. 
and none of them showed up, right? Because like exactly, Hunter so, Solomon when he was um, when he was kind of messing with the timeline, they were after him a lot because he he mentions like that the time race were like constantly on his back, mm-hmm. and this time around, and you think Barry would have kind of thought about that and been like, oh, okay, well maybe I shouldn't do this. I, I think he did figure out a way to pretty much get him off his back, so he pretty much kept kept everything going. It's just he changed one thing, but he made sure it stayed consistent. That's probably the reason why they haven't gone to him. The only reason why they haven't really done this because there really wasn't too big of repercussions in that entire, technically in the entire era, technically until the end. Yeah, right when, um, well, I mean, even when you really think about it, the repercussions really only affected him. Yeah, it really did. Because yeah, everyone else would have been fine. And if he would have stuck, I mean, if he really wanted to, he could have stuck around and he would have just forgotten uh the life he had before so it, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird dilemma where it's like well you want i mean the life you have at the moment is not particularly bad you know you iris is obviously right behind you you've got your team somewhat back who knows mm-hmm. how long that'll last you got another speedster helping you out mm-hmm. the only thing that would change would be like you would forget all the great times you had with your new friends, mm-hmm. but you would also forget a lot of the trauma that associated with like having your mom be killed as a child, your dad in prison, yeah. the fact that you've seen your mom die several times, even though you have the power to stop it, the fact that you try to stop it and everything went like horribly wrong, whatever happened with Zoom, uh, your dad dying, like, that, uh, you would forget all that and you'd have this nice life. I don't know. If I was presented with that opportunity, I think I would be like, ah, oh, you know what? You can keep you can keep the old timeline. This resets a lot better. This see, that's the thing though. That's the main that's pretty much the main plus that you get from all that. But the thing is, that's one of the biggest, like that's I technically one of the biggest consequences too, because you essentially end up you you pretty much reverse the Batman effect. Cause where your parent your parent died, or both your parents died, and that actually made you stronger, it actually made you better. But this time he doesn't have any superpowers. And then, as you can see, like how this the battle ended up turning out, it wasn't really that, really wasn't that good if you think about it, because one person ends up going down. Now, if say he stuck to that timeline, he's gonna forget that he was the Flash and everything else. But who would step up after that? Yeah, it would definitely be a thing of um. Well, you could see Wally is not he's not trained. Obviously, he doesn't have the same team behind them, because I mean, Reverse Flash trained Barry to be a speedster. Um, and Zoom taught Barry how to be um, more offensive yeah, speedster. More actually hone his powers. Yeah. So, I mean, he's learned that. Wally hasn't had that. So, I mean, you're right. If he would have stuck around, no one would have been able to come up. And if there was a strong villain in town, there's a good chance they would have been taken over. So his his new life would have, you know, still gone down the drain, unfortunately. It would have because even as soon as he forgets that, boom, it's all over. Because then if a new terror comes around, he's not going to be like, oh, wow, look, a villain is here. Like, we're going to have to take the defensive gig. I, I really hope Wally handles I that. I know, right? Exactly. I really hope that the Flash is like, oh, wait a minute. Um, hmm. Yeah, the rival kind of did him pretty well. <laughs> like, who do we call now? Yeah, unless, like, somehow he still kept, like, a recollection of and tried to pretty much do what he did in the actual Flashpoint comics and actually brought his powers back. But there's no way he's going to do that because he can't really remember that. I like how um, Wally gets his powers. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's sort of... the same thing. Yeah, well, it's sort of 
from the previous season, sort of what you would expect him mm-hmm. to do and how you would expect him to get his powers because he does talk about um, the racing that he used to do. Mm-hmm. That uh, I mean, he, he no longer does, but now he's the fastest man alive, so now he doesn't really have to do that. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have to do it. And, you know, Wally's a, Wally's a pretty smart guy. I think if Wally had the team, like a team behind them, behind him i think he would have been um he would have been a really good flash they keep making fun of him calling him kid flash because obviously you know that's his name in the comics but uh and it it just sounds weird to put it in the show but it's nice the way they put it in just making fun of him yeah it's pretty much telling him he technically is a child but the thing is the arrogance that he has oh yeah pretty much that like oh i can handle everything myself him being the tough guy that's all the traits of the actual kid flash which is actually pretty good it just at first, when you read it, it doesn't seem like it fits well on paper. But when you saw it in action, it makes sense. He's arrogant. He wants to do everything himself. He doesn't need any help. But as soon as freaking fly, pretty much Barry told him, like, hey, like, we're going to flank him. So this is exactly the strategy. He's like, oh, wait, is that really a thing? Like, oh, I, yeah, see I, really I, thought, think, yeah. Yeah, I only see that in movies. Is that really a thing? He's like, yes, it's an actual strategy. This is actually a way to take down people, with, especially when you have the advantage. And they definitely had the advantage going into that battle, but you know, Wally did oh, yeah. not—he uh, did not really help his situation most of the time. Mm-mm. But you know, once once we have the rival defeated, and once Barry kind of comes to terms with, okay, I need I need essentially to send uh, Thawne back to kill my mom, and to restore the timeline. Once all that happens, you know, Thawne leaves him in front of his house where he had just left, and he tells him like, okay, everything's fine. Yeah, well, for me at least. And then sort of, it's sort of um, ominous to, yeah, just letting you know, just because you fixed that one thing, you could have still messed up stuff in the timeline. And sure enough, you see it when they come in, when uh, he asks about Iris and it's revealed that Iris and Joe don't talk anymore. And, uh, you know, obviously they didn't say what, why they're not talking anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's bad blood there. Yeah, it's weird. As soon as I, as soon as I kind of figured, like, okay, he's going to try to fix it. It's fixed, but to a small extent. There is one small piece that isn't there, which is Iris. Because I thought it was weird that as soon as he dashed out, Iris was still at the porch at the very end of, yeah. the, of, the, of the last season. And now she's not there as soon as he made it back. So that's one thing I want to know what in the world is going on. Because now I want to know what's the one thing that actually caused this ripple effect to happen. What caused her to not be there? Why is she not there? Why isn't she present? Where the hell is she? I really want to know. You know, there's that. And then at the end of the episode, that last little bit with um, the rival. And this is why I said, like, mm-hmm. I keep thinking that the rival is going to, I mean, or at least that character, maybe not as the rival, but that character in particular is going to keep coming back is because at the end of the episode, you see him getting woken up in his uh, in his house and you see the word alchemy being scratched mm-hmm. into the mirror. So that. there, there's the reveal for what I feel is going to be the, the main villain throughout this whole season. Yeah, and that main villain is Dr. Alchemy. That's his name. Yeah, it, it sounds really far-fetched, but it's pretty funny. He's, hopefully, this is going to be the start of the rogues coming back. I really do hope that is because he's one of the key members of the rogues. Besides Mirror Master, besides the Trickster, he is one of the biggest ones. Now, don't want to give away too much stuff from, from him, but Alchemy is his name, so there's something with Alchemy that's going to happen there. So I really want to see what they do with it. Is you think this will be kind of the introduction to more magical elements 
in the Flash? Because, well, I mean, we have, obviously we have metahumans, we have superpowers and stuff like that. But in the last season of Arrow, we had an introduction of magic and, you know, we had an introduction of character like Constantine. Now, will this be an introduction of magic into the Flash universe? I think it will because this is, they're actually, they need this already now because they already done, they already done kind of shape-shifting, which is pretty much the first episode. I mean, the first um, season because that Eobar Thawne took over one person's body. Second one they've done with other worlds and pretty much improving the speed. Now they're, what else can they do? This is a good time to start doing it now because it's a great way to keep, to pretty much kick this series off. And also pretty much one of his toughest villains too. Like Dr. Alchemy has been one of his toughest villains that he's ever faced because he's also a genius. He can actually, he knows ways around and he's also a human. That's the thing, too. He's just like the rogues. Everyone in the rogues are all humans. They don't have special abilities. They either have guns that they usually use or they have like some sort of staff, something like that, to pretty much help them. He's a human, so we're going to see how this turns out. That's what I want to see. I really want to see how they up the ante because, man, Zoom was just intense. He was a terrorizing person, and then it kind of seemed like in the last maybe two or three episodes, he was kind of like not as lackluster as he was from the beginning. But man, just that beginning of seeing him throughout terrorizing everything, he was amazing. Almost killing Barry and just really breaking down the character. So I want to see where uh, Dr. Alchemy takes it, man. And I'm interested in seeing just um, the new trials and tribulations that Barry's going to go through. And obviously the many different timelines that I think or small variations in the timelines that we're going to start seeing in this season because I think that's going to be a very crucial part. It's going to be a big part. Like I really want to know what happened in the past that pretty much kind of did this little ripple like effect. connecting the dots and stuff yeah because you're gonna have to, he's gonna you know he's gonna go back uh, ooh, excuse me and fix it he wants to fix it that's the thing and there's always gonna be a dire consequence every single time he does something there, there's no such thing as it's gonna go back to normal it's like something's gonna happen something's gonna give there's no way because we've seen it happen before we saw what happened to ramon when he fixed something from the timeline we saw what happened like right now from this season like he's no longer going to be able to have his powers, probably stuff like that. And then also, dude, him just trying to stop other people from the past too. It had a bad effect too with the time rates. So there's, there's, there's given juggling so much right now. There's so much given pull. What's going to happen? I mean, I really know what the hell I really want to know what happened. I really do. Well, um, I'm I'm interested in this season. I'm hooked from the very first episode. Oh, yeah. I love altered timelines and altered universes and stuff like that where you see uh just how much different a character can be. So I'm I'm every every Tuesday now I'm gonna be thoroughly excited to watch the next episode. Same here. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of The Flashcast. If you guys want to check out more of the stuff we got going on, head on over to filmbook.com. That's film-book.com and search for either Stephen Bueno or The Flashcast. If you guys are interested in checking out some of the stuff we do outside of Filmbook, you can check us out on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash leakofgents. That's G-E-N-T-S. Or checking us out on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash leagueofordinarygents. G-E-N-T-S. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.